So the new trailer for Star Wars Resistance Season 2 is out. And Season 2 is going to be the final season? Huh. Let's talk about that on today's Project Shadow. Hello everyone, how are you doing today? My name is Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, especially if you're reading my new book, Crucify My Love, which, once Google realizes I'm a real person, should be available everywhere. I'm having the same problem with Apple iBooks right now, too. Hmm. Maybe I'm not a real person. Maybe that's a topic for an episode I should be doing. Anywho, the new trailer for... Star Wars Resistance Season 2 is out, it looks interesting, and yeah, they made some strange announcements. But before we get into all that, if you haven't already, please take a moment to rate this podcast in whatever app you're listening to me on, it really does help out a lot. It tells the algorithms to share the podcast with more people, the more people that listen, the bigger the community, the bigger the community, the more chance there is for us to interact with each other, and after all, that's why I do this. Thank you to everybody who's already done that. So, I was really excited when the new trailer for Star Wars Resistance Season 2 came out. Not my favorite Star Wars animated show that still goes to the Clone Wars, which I think is just beyond good. It's so much better than it has any right to be as a technically kids animated show. Rebels was really good, but by the end of Resistance, I was kind of grooving on it. I, I, I like some of the characters that we've been introduced to. I like some of the new races we've been introduced to. I'm curious to see where it's going. And part of the new trailer is the announcement that this is the final season. Now, I'm not going to get into too much speculation land, because, well... Who knows what's happening in the mind of the mouse. But, you know, obviously this could mean that the show didn't garner the audience that they wanted it to. And that's why they're getting rid of it. Personally, I think because the of a Rise of Skywalker coming out, they didn't want to continue the Resistance storyline much beyond that. So while I can't say that the show will incorporate events from the movie, as we've seen with some other shows like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., especially in its first season. Um, though that would be awesome. And that's kind of what I hope happens. I know a lot of Star Wars fans like myself were a little frustrated with The Force Awakens because it was, well, to be generous a rehash of the films that had occurred before it. One of the reasons why I was so excited by The Last Jedi, because it kind of broke out of the mold and went back to the source material that inspired Star Wars in the first place and really felt like a breath of fresh air coming into a franchise that desperately needed it, because I love me some Star Wars. I really do. But... 
I didn't like the idea of, oh, here's Empire Part 2, dot, dot, dot. Mainly because, you know, I'm old enough. I got into the Star Wars expanded universe when Heir to the Empire, the first Thrawn book, came out. I actually heard that it was coming out because one of the people at the Walden books that I used to go to all the time knew that I was a big Star Wars fan, told me it was coming out, and I actually was in the bookstore. I was the only one in the bookstore waiting for them to open the box so I could get a copy of Heir to the Empire when it first came out. And I got myself a copy of the hardcover, read it so fast, read it again, fell in love with Timothy Zahn's writing, fell in love with Thrawn, and my love for the extended universe began. And this is, again, a factor of my age. I... I went through that whole period where everything was, how can we do Empire Part 2, Part 3, Part 4, Part 5? And I don't mean, you know, the Empire Strikes Back. I, I mean, well, we defeated the Empire. How are we going to make a new one? Because it got tiresome and it got old. And before Disney bought them... We had the Yuzhong Vong War, which whatever you thought about that is whatever you thought about that. I, I think it had its good and bad moments. But Legacy of the Force was really good. Fate of the Jedi uh, happened. <laughs> it, it had moments that I absolutely loved in it and uh, uh, stuff that just went on way too long because... Abeloth was not an interesting villain for me. I just didn't like her. So, yeah, that was what it was. But I was so excited to see Star Wars moving beyond the Empire, moving into new territory where it could play and really fulfill its promise as a franchise, as a universe. It's one of the reasons why the Tales of the Jedi comics were so good, because they were set back in the time of the Old Republic. There wasn't an empire. And you got to see stories that weren't the same one over and over again. Empire creates super weapon. Rebels or Alliance destroys super weapon. Rinse, repeat. Having said all that, I'm hoping that by them saying that they're closing the door on the Star Wars saga, on the Skywalker saga, what they mean by that is, we're done with the Empire. I am really hoping that that's what that means, because there are so many other stories that we could tell. Now, we're not completely done, because I'm sure the Mandalorian is going to include either the Empire or the First Order. And of course, we're getting the Cassian Andor series, which, because of what happened to him in Rogue One... We know that that's going to take place during the time of the Empire, but Cassian is such a good character that I'm willing to sit through that because he's everything people think Han Solo is, but he actually is. He's a great character, and I can't wait, can't wait to get more about him. Now, Resistance, I think, had two problems going for it. One, the change in animation style, and... Mm, they went for a much younger demographic. And that's not a problem per se, but with both the Clone Wars and um, Rebels, the two animated series that preceded it, 
while yes, they had child POV characters that were there to make the show accessible to a younger audience, they also had adult POV characters that made the show have a depth to it that an adult audience could get into. And so it became a show that families could watch together. It became a show where adults could watch it. I have to admit, I've had some trouble getting into Resistance because it is a kid's show. It's not a family show. And it got better as the season went on. And I got into the characters and I got into the drama. And by the time the action really kicked in and we got to see where it was going, I was excited and wanted more. The announcement that this is going to be the final season may have something to do with ratings, or hopefully this story is going to dovetail with the last, with uh, the rise of Skywalker and maybe go beyond it. Cause I think you could, if it happens far enough away from the events of the rise of Skywalker, it doesn't have to necessarily spoil the movie for anybody who hasn't seen it yet, though the vast majority of people are probably going to rush out and see it right away. So that's not as big a concern with a show like Star Wars, you know, Resistance. But I'm kind of hoping it gives us a glimpse of what's going to happen afterward. I'm really hoping because they keep focusing on those two force sensitive children, which were one of the more interesting things put into the first season We see them looking at some kind of ancient artifact, which we've heard rumors that an ancient artifact is going to play into the plot of uh, The Rise of Skywalker. And maybe it's the same artifact. Maybe because Kylo Ren is going to be brought into the plot, this this show is going to explain to us how Kylo Ren got his hands on whatever the thing is that is going to be the plot MacGuffin in the rise of Skywalker. I doubt that. I think he's going to, we've seen in the comics, he's looking for a lot of relics. So, um, I think this is just continuing that idea that he's trying to get his hands on as many artifacts that will increase his power as possible and not necessarily completely tie in. But more than anything, I want this season to give us a glimpse of what Star Wars can be once we go past the Empire. Once we go into new territory and can actually do new stories. One of the things that I am expecting, though I don't know that this is necessarily going to happen, is that they're going to do a spinoff show after this that'll be called something like Star Wars Aces. And it will pick up and continue the story going forward. And what will happen is going to be something like Justice League and Justice League Unlimited. Technically two different series, but one follows on after the other. And of course, that series will be available on Disney+, Plus, their new streaming app, And because of weird contract things, that's why it's leaving Disney XD. Blah, 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 blah. 
stuff like that. I mean, we'll see. But we do know that they have several animated shows in the works for Star Wars, but they haven't told us what they are. I think the Aces could easily be spun off into their own series. And if this trailer is not lying to us about what we're going to be seeing in this season, it's going to be a lot, a lot about the Aces. So maybe they get their own show. I, I would watch that. I think that that would be a really interesting series. More about the underworld, the underworld in Star Wars. More about, you know, just life in the Star Wars universe. Create your own big bads. You can bring in some pirates and bounty hunters. You know, the drill. It would be fun. It would be relatively simple to continue that way. But the other show that I kind of want to see spun off of this, and I think actually has a higher likelihood of getting spun off, is our two Force-sensitive children are going to discover their connection to the Force and probably be something other than Jedi. Jedi is a term that I'm expecting to be retired by the end of The Rise of Skywalker. Mainly because I, I have a feeling that what's going to happen is at the end of Rise of Skywalker, it's going to be kind of a Spartacus thing. I am Skywalker. I am Skywalker. Everyone is a Skywalker. And that's going to be the name of the new order that will fix the issues that the Jedi had and actually go forward as the guardians of peace and justice in the galaxy. Personal opinion I do think we're going to go back to Broom Boy. I think we're going to see other children brought in. I think the, some of the final shots of the film will be Rey starting an academy to teach the next generation of Skywalkers. Personal opinion, but we shall see. Along with that, I would love to see other Force-sensitive groups brought into the story a bit more overtly. There were quite a few in the old EU. And we've already gotten hints that the Terrace may exist, at least the martial art exists. Solo has confirmed that and brought it into canon. Terrace were a very interesting thing in in the old EU, especially if you ignore their origin in that really horrible Star Wars fighting game. That if you want to laugh really, really hard, try to get your hands on a copy of it. It's an old PS1 game called Star Wars Terrace Oh, it's bad. It's bad. It's so bad. But one of the reasons I'm talking about all of these other things, instead of the trailer itself, like the actual events that are portrayed in the trailer, is what I got from the trailer is this idea of, look at all the things Star Wars could be outside of this perpetual cycle of the First Order, the Empire, dot, 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 the super weapons. And it really seemed to, at least to me, show much more interest in these other stories. And, oh yeah, Phasma's coming back. Oh yeah, Kylo Ren's coming to the show this season. Yeah, that's going to happen. But don't you want to know more about the Aces? Don't you want to know more about the Huts? What about this casino in space thing that we're showing you here don't you want to know more about these force sensitive children what about this artifact and this artifact nifty 
And the fact that it's spending so much time on all of these other things outside of that core story that you would expect. And yeah, it does address the idea that their first order is chasing them and all of that. But the fact that it spends so much time outside of that gives me hope that one of the things that they're going to be setting up with this season is an idea of what Star Wars would look like without the Empire and without the First Order. Because that's the Star Wars I want. That's the Star Wars that needs to happen if it is going to continue. Because we can't keep having super weapons. We can't keep rehashing stories that take place in the Empire or creating a new Empire. We just can't do that. It's going to get tired, it's going to get boring, and that needs to go away. And hopefully, fingers crossed, that's what's going to be happening with The Rise of Skywalker and what we're going to be seeing with this show as it's setting up the possibility of wouldn't you rather be dealing with all of these things instead of continuing to go back to the Empire and Empire knockoffs? I may be insane. I may be crazy. These may just be the hopes and dreams of a Star Wars fan who felt like they were finally exploring a world without the Empire, only to have that be completely torn down and go back to a world with the Empire in it. And maybe it's some of that old bitterness from the creation of Legends and the death of the EU. But maybe, just maybe, we're going to go in a different way. Because I still think you can call it Star Wars and make it make sense within this universe if it's about the Hut cartels, if it's about the bounty hunters, if it's about any of the other things that could and should be going on in this universe. But... We'll have to see what the mouse is thinking, because <laughs> really that's the only thing that matters now is what the mouse is thinking. And I do believe that they're going to be creating a lot of series that are going to be testing the waters for different ideas of things that they could do with Star Wars that they can then create event movies out of. And that Star Wars is going to become something that is tied to the Disney Plus app except for these occasional big-budget spin-offs that go out to the theater because they're large event pieces. And I think that's the way we're going. Whether that's the right way to go, whether that's a good way to go, hmm, time will tell. But they're playing around with a lot of ideas in the comics that are fun and different and fresh and feel so good those are probably going to start filtering their way into the animated series. Like, I, I, I fully expect a Dr. Aphra animated series at some point. She's become such a popular character in the comics that they're going to want to create either a live-action or an animated series with her. So that will probably be a thing that eventually happens and is a different kind of Star Wars, but something that feel, feels really at home in the Star Wars universe. And so, 
Yeah, I'm, I know, I'm doing it again. I'm reading into the tea leaves. I'm hoping and hoping and hoping that things are going to change, that things are going to get better, that the mouse is not going to let all of their property stagnate the way some companies have, looking at UCBS. But only time will tell. So let me know what you think. I'd really love to know what you think. You can do that in several different ways. One, down in the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. You will have to sign up for an account because we do not take anonymous voice messages. But keep it clean so I can use it on the show. I would love to hear your thoughts. You can also hit me up on Twitter or Instagram. I'm C.E. Dorset on both. I'm trying to get better about that, especially the Instagram. Uh, I'm trying. I'm going to get there. I have some ideas, but... It's going to take me a while to get up and going on all that. If you have a buck you can throw my way, down in the show notes you'll find a link to both my Patreon and the community support page. The difference is, you know, the people over on Patreon get stuff occasionally. So, there you go. If you occasionally want stuff, head over to Patreon. If not, use the community support page. I want to thank everybody who's already joined the project, and if you don't have the money or you don't feel like joining right now, that's fine. I feel like I'm, I sound sarcastic when I say that. I'm really not. I understand what it means to be broke and poor, because that's the state that I've lived in for the majority of my life, especially right now. But if you don't have any money or you don't feel like joining the project right now, that's okay. Just remember, if you know somebody you think would like this show, please share it with them. That really does help out a lot. Uh, I think that's it. I'm continuing to work on a lot of writing projects. I have some art projects in the work. There's so much going on. I'm thinking about starting a patrons-only podcast, which is going to be much more focused on my work and what I'm doing. So if anybody would be interested in that, let me know. It would be a lower tier thing. You know, probably at the $1 tier just because, you know, I think that anybody who gives to the Patreon should be able to get it. But I'm curious what you all think, so let me know. Until next time. Oh, you can find links to everything I do over at projectshadow.com. Until next time, don't forget, have the fun. Bye.